Mary Meet, and welcome to the Witchy Spellcast. This is Kara and Saya here to add a little bit more magic into your everyday life. Remember, if you like this podcast, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Maybe even give us a five-star review. Or drop a comment to let others know what you like about the podcast. Let's make some magic. Welcome back to the Witchy Spellcast. This week we are going to do episode two of our Elemental Air series. And we're going to talk about kitchen witchery and all things that are working in the kitchen as a witch. Which is uh, very time appropriate considering the holiday season is in full swing. And most of us are in our kitchens for a great deal of this time. Oh God, that's all I do. (laughs) I'm in my kitchen all the time. Right. And I love cooking. Honestly, it's it's something I do every Sunday anyway, is I cook for the whole week, but it's it's something entirely different when I'm cooking for uh, someone else. Yeah. And it's like a special thing. That makes me feel a lot better about what I'm doing. <laughs> well, like I come from a family of cooks because mm-hmm. my my dad, after he retired from the military, he went to uh, Le Cordon Bleu in Pittsburgh to get a degree <laughs> in culinary arts. So technically, he's a certified Ford Star chef. What? Yeah. My dad dad is uh, like the international man of mystery. He really is. I love him. He's so cool. (laughs) So insane. (laughs) But on top of that, like uh, cooking's always been something that's very um, passionate for me because of my nonna, which is my dad's mom. She was full Italian. Like she never denounced her citizenship from Italy. She died an Italian citizen. Um, She just married my grandfather and lived here uh she wow. very thick italian accent um wow. i know how to cuss in italian because of her and i can also <laughs> say i've had the full italian experience of being hit with a marinara covered wooden spoon oh i've had the wooden spoon it was not covered in sauce however um but it was a wooden spoon it was quite no. long yeah uh, a nice don't... long handle like why yeah know. well don't try to take uh food out of the pan while Nana's cooking like that's just the rule and my dad taught us bad habits and we got hit because of it not like (laughs) max max she hit us in the hand and like you know and it kind of hurt (laughs) wait wait i guarantee it hurt oh yeah Uh, hot sauce well you're you're messing with her intentions yeah oh she was (laughs) oh she was something else and that's why uh cooking's such a big deal for me is because of that yeah. it's it's a way for me to connect with my nonna and which is, she's been she passed my freshman year of high school so it's been mm-hmm. oh my gosh like 14 years or something like that 13 it's a bit like ancestral work a little bit yeah and and i do consider myself i consider myself a lot of different types of witch like categories yeah. but i'm more a kitchen witch than anything else mm-hmm. you do enjoy feeding people i do enjoy feeding people I love cooking. Well, it's it's like uh, I enjoy giving gifts to people or making gifts for people. And I imagine when you feed somebody, it's like watching someone open a gift. Oh, yeah. And like but you're also like <laughs> you're like um, uh, not, healing is not the word. You're like giving these people a life because you're feeding them. You're very much like a healer vibes <laughs> in that yeah. aspect. It's very, it's a very specific type of magic, uh, kitchen mm-hmm. witching is. So if you don't know what a kitchen witch is, it's an, uh, a witch who's able to center their energy through the making of meals and creating a sacred space at home. Um, we usually t- use like 
everyday objects as magical tools. So mm -hmm. the the kitchen which is preferred wand would be a wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I cook with a wooden spoon all the time. I want to get my own to to do some sigil burning on. I think that might be a uh, craft that I do this Yule. That would be really cool. Yeah. I'm pretty I, I don't have one and I need to, I need to have one. I made my own Bessem. I should have my own uh uh yeah. kitchen kitchen witch spoon. <laughs> Did you also make your own cauldron? I did make my own cauldron, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the most crafty kitchen witch I know. Yeah, well, I mean, and we're talking about how we can connect that to air, too. And air rules creativity more than anything yeah. else. And, and I think, uh, as I said last episode, when I think of air, I think of the home. Because mm -hmm. air gives us like this new fresh feeling and it gives us like that kind of creativity. And I, I want my home to feel creative, right? Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, and it also rules like mind and clarity and wisdom and knowledge and all that other stuff. And that's such a big part of like when you're cooking, you need to have the knowledge of inspiration. Which, yeah. You need to have inspiration. <laughs> Imagination. Have, yes. And you need to you have. You also have to. <laughs> I was gonna say, you also need to understand what what you're doing with herbs and such that's what i was because... gonna say absolutely oh there you go great mind <laughs> full go circle <laughs> yeah you, you, gotta, you need to know what your your herbs that you're using mean and you also need to know because you might know i think everybody knows that like sage is an herb of protection people use sage for yeah. protection and and stuff but excuse me i burped um no. <laughs> okay. yeah um but did you know that there's different types of sages right we talked about that last episode yes yeah. some sages are stinky some are not yes yeah. some sages totally cleanse an area of all energies good bad ugly doesn't matter and some and, sages are good for protection and some sages are good for peace uh, and but some not sage just is that good on pasta some of it is but here's here's the thing some of it's not edible and it ah. can make you sick in high quantities. So you have to make sure if you're going to use sage in your cooking, make sure that you do your research to, to, to be using kitchen grade herbs. Huh. I didn't because, actually know that. Yeah. Um, I actually had to look that up the other day because I was like, well, I know sage is something you can eat because my, uh, my brother was making a protection tea and he put sage in it. And I was like, I hope he used over the counter like ground sage from the store yeah. and not the sage that I gave him because the sage I gave him, I don't think is like it's burning sage. Yeah. It's burning sage. <laughs> and so I looked it up and there is, there is a specific type of sage that it could make you sick if you eat it. Interesting. But sage does a lot more than just protection actually. When, when you're using it in cooking. Yeah. Yeah. It also does. It's for peace and wisdom as well, oh, cool. which is great. And since we're on the topic isn't, of herbs, <laughs> what are you going to say? Isn't someone who's really knowledgeable in religious aspects called a sage? Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a weird D&D &D moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey everyone, this is where my microphone cut off and we were discussing different herbs that are edible that are associated with air and it was so choppy. I had to cut off a lot. So I hope it's not too confusing, <laughs> but 
lavender obviously is because i make yeah. lavender lemonade all the freaking time it's so good you make the best lavender lemonade i had some here in town recently because they there's like a local soda company and they yeah. had a, a lavender lemonade and i was like oh i bet this will be just like cara's nope it was so tart and oh, sweet no. it hurt my teeth and i was like oh oh no oh that's sad so it's, it's fine. Whatever. It's it's a process, like making yeah. lavender lemonade. It's for sure a process. Not, clearly, not everybody has the right uh, intentions when making, uh, or do, or may not even know you should have positive intentions when you're cooking. Yeah, for sure. You like if you're cooking in a bad mood, your food's gonna come out bad. Yeah, that's that's like I think the biggest piece of advice uh, if you're wanting to to work with kitchen witchery or start working towards being a kitchen witch is mm -hmm. make sure that when you go into cooking with a magical intent that you have a balanced clear cleansed self um yeah. and that's not always going to happen like you, you're going to come home from work and you're going to need to make dinner and everybody's cranky and you're going to be cranky too and you just yeah. it's just as simple of turn on turn on the water to boil or like just preheat the oven and then go take a second, get a drink of water, look at your, your potted plants on the window, maybe touch the soil or something like open yeah, up the window, yeah. center yourself and then get yeah. started. Yeah, absolutely. You have to, it's definitely something that I don't think if, if you weren't on a spiritual journey, you wouldn't think to be in a positive mindset to cook. You know what I mean? People, uh, they do have that problem. They'll just start cooking and yeah. not. Or they'll cook through their, their frustration. Uh, my, my mother was one of those people who just cooked through their frustrated day. Um, yeah. Which, whatever, is what it is. Um, but it is, it's also important to think if you're on a spiritual journey and you're cooking maybe for other people, uh, not only to be mindful of what ingredients you're using, but how they're used. So like yeah. cumin, for instance, um, and when you're using it as like a spice to in like uh, meat or something in cooking, uh, it's used for protection. But if you're using cumin in tea, that is used for like drawing in love, even if it's self-love uh, or attracting love. So just <laughs> be weary of things can be used in different aspects. It just, it's your intention and what you're making. You just take the time and there's some really good um, books that you can get that have mm -hmm. all of these. Um, there's one, I think I actually have this one in my book. I can't open my, my altar uh, chest right now to look, but it's called the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. Mm -hmm. It's a Cunningham book that has like, an amazing like huge thing all about different herbs and stuff um because i'm pretty sure i have that one hold on i'm gonna attempt to open up my my cubby so i can see what books i have okay <laughs> oh so while you're doing that uh fun and weird fact uh in ancient greek uh mythology Air is associated with the hermaphrodite because the way they saw it was air is both hot 
which is masculine, and air can be wet, which is feminine, which yeah. I thought was a, a cool uh, tie-in to air zodiac signs needing a lot of balance in their life. It makes sense because, like, if you upset an air sign, it can you go one or two ways. They can either chill out an entire room or they can go like tornado destructive. But I also think that's a lot of people, um, which ties into it everyone just depends having on... balance in the elements. Uh, yeah, it just depends on where they are. I thought the, the Greek thing was really cool, really interesting. Yeah, I actually knew that. Really? Yeah, I'm a weird person. <laughs> I mean, your words, your words. I, I, I'm that person who loves to learn things so i will just get into a really really deep hole of learning things and forget that i know these things and then i'll hear like one word of it and go oh yeah I, that's this th thing <laughs> like, <laughs> i really don't have the book that i was thinking huh? of um it must be one of my mom's books i do have a book on fairies though which i forgot i had another time perhaps <laughs> absolutely i'll have to I'll have to show you that book. It's gorgeous. But there's tons of different books that you can get if you're wanting to, to learn a little bit more about kitchen witchery. Um, there's a book called The Green Witch, which is on my wish list. It looks pretty, pretty nice. It's a complete guide to the natural magic of herbs, flowers, essential oils, and more. Mm -hmm. And honestly, in Amazon search, you could find all of these things. <laughs> there's quite a few like really good um, books, but I can put the links to all the recommendations that I have into the show oh, yeah. this week. Absolutely. Yeah. So overall though, like when we're working, especially this week, because we have Thanksgiving in the US, which I'm yeah. pretty sure is like the only place that celebrates this kind of weirdness. But um, it, we have a lot of cooking and it's a pretty like family together thing. And personally, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I cook I cook with magical intent all the time, but right. um, it's not like all of my family understands it or would like really care that I'm doing that because yeah. of their own uh, beliefs and stuff. But I, I do still cook with magical intent anytime that I cook. Which which to me is is it's baffling to me that most Catholic people don't understand this food has been blessed. <laughs> like it's, it's that feels like communion or saying grace. Right? Exactly. That's yeah. I just, I pre said the grace while I made it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, it's a little bit more powerful. You're good. Um, and I even made tell sure. Me, that... Tell me modern Christianity isn't freaking pagan at its roots. Cause it is. I mean, they, took a lot from it but that's a another story for another day it's <laughs> a whole rant that's a whole 45 hour long rant absolutely we'll have uh, a special yeah. <laughs> just... another part of being a kitchen which is having like a sacred space for yourself in your home and mm -hmm. using your 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 tools of the trade and uh, kitchen witches they typically just grab whatever uh to use so Literally, if you don't have a besom, a fly swatter could turn into a besom if you're a kitchen witch. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's so wonderful. Yeah. So like little like things that so people could come into 
a kitchen witch's kitchen and see the wooden spoon and not realize that that is their main tool or their mm -hmm. wand. And as I said, I'm a little bit of a lot of things, witch wise, like, but right, right. so I, I guess the term is eclectic, but um, yeah, I lean more towards kitchen witchery. <laughs> So uh, will you explain what a besom is to those who maybe don't know? Oh, a besom is a broom, basically. So it's a, it's a sacred broom uh, that traditionally a witch would make her own besom, which I did for my wedding. Mm -hmm. um, and it's ba uh, like when I made my own besom, I found a, a tree in my front yard. It's a walnut tree. And it's a little baby. It was growing up through our, what's the word? Sidewalk. It was growing up through our sidewalk and our front porch of the old house. So I cut it. I cut off this big branch of it because it was starting to break anyways. And I used it and all of the little branches off of it to, to make my besom and wands for myself and uh, coven at the time. And... I shredded the bark off of it, obviously, and shredded, I mean, like, pulled it off and mm -hmm. sanded it and then um, anointed it with a special tea soak that colored it and everything that gave it a nice, um, and again, like, when you're making a tea soak for something like that, it, I, the, I used, like, a cinnamon and uh, pomegranate mixture for the tea. It was green tea with cinnamon and pomegranate in it. So it, do you think that's probably why um, those little like decorative brooms at the grocery store you see are scented as cinnamon? It probably is. Um, okay, because I have one in my house. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I think those those little cinnamon brooms, I think it's so funny that they come out around uh, Yule and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because people just grab them and they're like, oh, they, they smell like cinnamon and they're a little broom. I'll put them in my, my kitchen. Oh, how rustic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> little no. do you know, it's your inner pagan speaking to you. Yeah, you you just you just bought a besom uh, that is for literally spiritually cleansing your space. I love that. So That's you wonderful. use the besom. It's not a real broom. I guess you could use a real broom if you wanted to, um, but mine is not a usable broom. But it basically mm -hmm. you use it to clear the air and the space of stale energy and you bring in positive energy with it. It's basically, it's literally spiritually sweeping away <laughs> negativity. It's not actually sweeping dirt. No, sweeping you're energy. sweeping energy. Yes. That's what the best gotcha. is used for. And that's a big part of like kitchen witchery. Like whenever we moved into this new room, like I said, last week we moved into, we got a new space for our computers and stuff. And my altars in here. The first thing I did before we moved stuff in was to, use my besom to clear out negative energies <laughs> literally swept away the negative energy so we could bring in our our energy to it because it was pretty yeah. stale with my brother's energy but um that's that's a big that's a pretty decent tool to use as a kitchen witch or as a witch in general i highly recommend having a besom <laughs> even if it's the cool even if it's, even if the, it's small, the fly swatter the fly swatter or a small cinnamon besom that you buy from the store I mean, hey, man, they smell so They smell good. really good. So does cinnamon, cinnamon in the fall is like yeah. spot on. Same with the, the little pine cones that are cinnamon scented. Those are amazing I love too. those things. Yes. They're wonderful. I love them. But, um. You know what my favorite thing is to do in the kitchen, aside from cook for other people, mm -hmm. is to 
bake sweets and then do like that cartoon thing where I set them on a countertop to cool and they make my whole house smell so good. <laughs> Absolutely. Part of cooking it like is blessing your house with those scents. Like I love that. I didn't even yes. think about that. It just I just enjoy the scents of sweet baked goods because my mom growing up she made wedding cakes. So her whole house always smelled like cake. Yeah. Or some sort of sweet. And those are good memories. And so when I bake, it brings that happy energy back. And, you know, norm- normally, not all the time, <laughs> but normally, my cakes turn out pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I love baking. I, that's probably my favorite thing. Although, like, I love cooking in general. But um, when it comes to, like, being a kitchen witch, that just letting your house, like, fill up with the scents and taking a moment to to be in that that presence mm-hmm. like that energy the smells and like you need to you need to ground yourself in reality in some way shape or form and that's a good way to do it and because you're oh, not only counter that cooking is also a great way to get lost or just yeah. to like go into a, like a meditative moment like i'm thinking about how i have to well, i don't have to but how i'm making uh, homemade mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving for Friendsgiving for down here. Um, so taking them to a friend's house. And last year when I made them, I just kind of like zonked out, like <laughs> <laughs> mashing these potatoes for 45 minutes. But you know, it was, it was all very positive. It wasn't like, Oh my God, this is so draining. Bleh. No, it was like, yes, these are going to be the best mashed potatoes ever. <laughs> like I think really into it. <laughs> different for each person for me whenever I start cooking I like hyper like I hyper focus and like Mm -hmm. I don't like everything becomes I become very aware of everything around me and yeah so I think it's just different for everybody personally it's a place yeah it's a time for me to ground it's a great grounding thing like yeah I could go outside and ground Mm -hmm. that's that's nice Mm -hmm. I could I could watch some wildlife I could you know, play with my animals and all that. And we'll talk about grounding mm-hmm. when we get to earth. But um, for me, the kitchen, as soon as I start cooking, that's, that's my, my grounding for me. Yeah. I gotcha. For me, that's definitely going to the gym. Yeah. Everybody has like the two own. things I do. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody has their own kind of thing. And yeah. I think it's really interesting. Again, like I, we said last week, don't really, connect with air very much and as mm-hmm. as i'm sitting down and thinking about all these things that we really do <laughs> associate with air yeah especially the creativity and all of that like we do we just never really took the time to connect it yeah or to appreciate the fact that we were so connected to it i think is is a really uh, absolutely a really important key is to definitely like take a second not only appreciate what elements you're strongly connected to, but kind of just throw out like a hey, thank you, like to whoever, yeah. you know, because I do that all the time. You know, whoever's listening, you know, thank you for X, Y, Z today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I to, tend to, to whomever. Oh, you're good. Sorry. I just knocked the F out of my mic. <laughs> I talk a lot with my hands. So <laughs> it's dangerous being this close. Oh, no, but I, if, I, if I I've had like a, too. oh, yeah, the 
Italian thing. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like um, if I've had like a really good day or, you know, say I communicated with my boss really, really well that day, you know, I'll say, you know, to whoever's listening uh, or whoever was responsible in helping me with this, you know, thank you. Um, and, and, you know, I think that ties into the elements as well, because all the elements have like associated deities. Uh, so they do. I mean, and, and with Greek, it's a little different because we actually have like, quote unquote, deities for wind. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, the wind of change is an actual thing. So um, it depends. It's, just, it's one of those things to just like, I think it's important that not only you and I realize how really connected to air we are, but to like appreciate it deeper because I've never really thought of myself as connected to air. I'm definitely more, at least my personal self, like I think my, my personality is more fire and earth. So yeah, it's, it's neat to find out that it's, that it's not as uh, restricted as I thought. Yeah. So talking about like connecting to air, how are you, are you doing those journaling exercises? How are you doing with that? So they, it's, they're hard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they're, they're, they're tricky. The one I did, which was like for positive truths about yourself. Day two. Yeah. Yes. I really liked that one um, because it felt like more like a mantra to myself. Like I'm going to repeat these things until they're true kind of deal. Um, I, I do have like a hard time turning negatives into positives, especially if they're big <laughs> negatives. Like if it's a, if I have like a super, super bad day, like if I have a yeah. big down arrow day with like yeah. negative marks around it, yeah, it's, it's hard to, to find the positive, but I'm working on that with the daily gratitudes. And, you know, I think overall uh, mm-hmm. this month has really been helped a lot. Uh, yeah, just by the- by you telling me like you you know do these little things every day and it'll get better. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's working. Like the beauty of the uh, the journaling exercises and uh, part of the reason why like I I spent a lot of time trying to figure out exactly like what would be perfect for this this idea and this mm-hmm. like thought process and this feeling and I, I took some time to like meditate with the air to come up with these these prompts and this like all of the prompts that I came was from that meditation and the the idea of like letting go of the the negative like like putting down what what was negative and then turning those into a positive gives us new clarity about ourselves yeah and, oh. and that, that's a good connection to air because it air oh, maybe you write down a negative and you've got me well this is why i did this is why i didn't do this one because <laughs> I was afraid I was going to have this huge list of negative things because, you know, my negative <laughs> self-talk is really bad, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I wouldn't turn any of them into a positive thing. And then I just have this huge list of negative self-talk. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> like that fear keeps me from connecting fully to my, my element of air. Um, but that's something I'm working on through like daily gratitudes and tracking my, uh, my ups and downs and stuff like that. Yeah. And even just being more open to fiance. Like, yeah, that's just communication. Yeah. I think in general is the biggest connection I have. Yeah. And like, that's the important part. And today is, is turning those neg- negatives into a positive. And like yesterday was my birthday. Like when we're recording this yesterday was my birthday. So having the, the day, like, and I wasn't thinking about this whenever I wrote the prompts, um, that, <laughs> that, 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 the, 
negative like like those things would happen like on my birthday that that would be that prompt and I was like but I ended up having some points and of course I know what the next day's prompt's gonna be because I have all Mm -hmm. the prompts so like I had these moments yesterday where things were just not as great as they could have been because I had done something stupid or whatever and I I I kind of tagged those in my mind to write down at the end of the night um, when I do my journaling time. And immediately, because I knew that the next day was to turn those into a positive, I started thinking about the positives of it. Like, well, what what is positive about that? Um, right. And just that little bit of clarity in the situation. Because like you might think of a situation being very negative and i'm gonna give the example of what happened yesterday um i went to go get my nails done yesterday and it was this brand new nail salon that just opened last sunday and um they said on their facebook that they were open and walk-ins were welcome so i was like okay well they they just opened they couldn't possibly be super busy they say walk-ins are welcome so we'll go when they open and see if we can go ahead and get our manicures and pedicures. Um, and they were booked up and they're like, well, did you make an appointment? And I was like, no, it said walk-ins were welcome. Like, I was like, Aww. can I make an appointment? Like, and so we made an appointment for three o'clock. Mind you, we, they opened at 10. So we went in there at 10. And so we had to make an appointment for three o'clock that afternoon. And I get home and like, I already have like anxiety about calling people on the phone so that's why i didn't call yeah but i was sitting there was like i'm so stupid i should have just called like why didn't i call and make an appointment like i would have saved all that time and why did i just believe that that this would be the correct thing yeah like why why did i just do that like and then i i sat down because i was i was having a panic attack after that like right because i was really like self-talk my my husband's like calm down turn on sims relax (laughs) um and then sims didn't work (laughs) <laughs> like, uh, so I was just kind of well, sitting uh, there. I was sitting there staring at the plumb bob, spinning and spinning and spinning for a good mm-hmm. 30 minutes and like just playing this, like, uh, why am I stupid kind of mantra? And then I stopped myself. I was like, girl, what are you doing? It is your birthday. You were not stupid. Right. It said that walk ins were welcome. And you know what? This is what you got out of it. We ended up going to Walgreens, which was right beside it. And I found these awesome freaking pins. And you know how I am. <laughs> I do. I, will, I, I do. Will send you a pens and stationery. Yeah. On your yeah. birthday, you found awesome pens. Yes, it was a three pack of pens, silver, rose gold, and gold, and Ooh. they have this little bit up at the very top that has confetti mm-hmm. and water in it. And when you whip it around, the You're confetti moves around, <laughs> and everything. And not only are they cute as hell, they write amazing, and they were only ten dollars. <laughs> Glide like, across paper like Christy Yum and Gucci on ice. Yeah. Ugh, so I love that. So I, I ended up with some really awesome pins out of it. Um, and I was able to like come home and actually spend a little bit of time just relaxing and calming myself down from the anxiety attack that was going to a place that I've never been to before. <laughs> right. And then you got your nails done and yes. posed with your mom. Yes, and they turned out great and they're beautiful. They are. I'm and she I, likes them. Like, yeah, I can't stop looking at my nails. Like it's mesmerizing. They look like little galaxies. What were, the, what were they called again? They're called tiger's eye nails. Uh-huh. Um, and like the polish is called Aquarius, which is a <laughs> <laughs> little circle. 
circle back. <laughs> and I didn't choose that on purpose. I just chose the really? one that I liked the best. Yes. I didn't see the name of it until she was painting my my nail and I looked at the bottle. I think that's a sign. That, I like, definitely. We're on, we're on the right track. They're this gorgeous. Is the right thing we need to be doing. Yes. Like, I don't take any kind of coincidence like that lightheartedly. No, I don't either. There's signs from, signs from the universe happen on purpose. There, there's a reason for everything that happens and everything that you do. And that like, and remembering that whenever something negative happens, you need to find, okay, well, why is this happening? What is the, what is, what, what is the situation about? And what is, what is the message? Yeah. What is the message? And yeah. even if you just get some sort of message out of the situation, that's still positive because you got something out of it. The universe is talking to you, regardless yeah. of what it's saying. <laughs> like, yeah, it's telling you something, and that's and really important. Some, and sometimes it's not the most positive thing that the universe is telling you, because I just sometimes had it a, says, "Hey, get your head out of your ass." No, like, sometimes it warns you of some bad shit about to happen too, which I just that had, too. I just had this past week. I don't think I told you guys about it. Nope. So. I was. Well, I can't remember you can what tell day us it was. Later. It's yeah. Oh, it's not not that big. Like, like I had a bat fly in my face. Oh. Um. When I walked out the door, which bat means change, and sometimes it means death. And I like. I was just like, I've never actually encountered okay. a bat in the wild, like in my yard before. Oh, okay. I've seen oh, bats gotcha. before, and I've been around bats, but I've never had one fly in my face. Um. <laughs> I understand. I gotcha. When I lived. Uh, back up north we had them in our house constantly so i they're not that wouldn't have put me out at all yeah super cute they they are and like i was like oh a bat that's cool and i immediately looked up like what what the meaning is of seeing a bat because it literally Mm -hmm. like it flew past my face like hey i'm right here and then that was the same day that i accidentally hit a fox on my way to work so (sighs) a bat flies in my face Fox runs out of nowhere, darts in front of my car, and I couldn't miss it or I would have wrecked. And then um, before I'd left the house, this weird-ass spider comes crawling out from behind my toilet, and it's brown. Its body Mm -hmm. is brown, and its legs are bright-ass red. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I couldn't kill it because it, like, ran (laughs) off, like, real fast. Because I hate Uh, spiders. I have huge arachnophobia. Same. Um, And so, like, those are those three things. And they all... They all had like this really feel like negative feel to it. Um, And uh, uh, a person who is very close to my husband, who he worked with, passed away the next day. Oh, Um, no lunches. Yeah. And then um, uh, Friday, our cat died. What? Uh, Not my cat. My mom's cat. Cookie. Oh, Cookie died. Yeah. The thug cat who chewed off his own tail. <laughs> no, um, you yeah. think I would wouldn't have told you guys if Nick's or uh, sweetheart? Yeah, I was going to say, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> no, how cookie. dare you? I well, love I those cats. Even, yeah, I didn't even know that he had passed until I got home from work on Friday. Um, my mom's like, her first thing was like, we didn't want to tell you while you were at work, and I immediately thought of my brother's girlfriend who was about to have twins, and I was like, what mm-hmm. happened? Are the babies okay? Is she okay? And um, she told me that Cookie, they had to take Cookie and put him down because he wasn't doing well. He's been trying to get get loose to to die on his own for a while. He's like 16 years old. I mean, he's an old cat. Um, Yeah, he's ready to be away from the fam. So you guys don't have to see that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So 
I had some very negative like hits in the face from the universe and I I thought nothing of it. I was just and I should have thought like I should have been like, okay, I should have my head head up and yeah. like those were very like hard hitting. Well, things. you think they're probably like uh I don't want to say bad omens, but omens of negative change coming. Maybe not yeah. specifically for you, but around you perhaps. Yeah, it's possible. And so like, sense. yeah. So I, when I say like, if the universe is throwing something at, in your face, pay mm-hmm. the fuck attention to it. Cause something, Absolutely. It, it's telling you something. You just have to figure out what it is. And yeah. look, Googling what a bat means spiritually. And there are like a million different, have you ever Googled so bat many. spiritual meanings? Like it depends oh on the like culture. What pantheon? Where like, are you in the world? Like, <laughs> yeah, if if it's if if it's an Asian culture, it's negative as fuck. Mm-hmm. If it's Native American, it's like change and stuff like that. And if it like yeah. it's so much, <laughs> it's like um, it's a lot like snakes, in, yeah, um, in Native American culture versus snakes in Chinese culture versus snakes in Norse culture. Like those are three different snakes. <laughs> they could all be be seeing the same snake, but the interpretation is totally different. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Definitely important important to know, uh, I guess, not what you want out of uh, the message, but it's important to understand the context where just, you are when the message is given to you. Yeah, just kind life. of keep keep an eye open, like, if you get something. Yeah. And, like, it, again, that's, like, that air, that, that knowledge, that wisdom, like, that clarity. Keep, keep your mind clear whenever you have those... Yeah things and like i think that's a great little side thing for the episode uh (laughs) about air is you know like it's all about those things so keep those in mind whenever it happens (laughs) all about intuition knowledge wisdom communication yeah you know it's it that's what being in tuned with your air element is about yeah even if even if that communication is with yourself absolutely (laughs) absolutely so it's a great uh, tie into your journaling prompts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm loving these journaling prompts. They're, they're really like, of course, I meditated on them and I made them myself great. and I could pat myself on the back, but I'm actually really enjoying them. <laughs> <laughs> they're very self-reflective and yeah, you know, they're, they're wonderful for, um, for this kind of for the holiday season, I think, because I think a lot of people uh, struggle with anxiety about the holiday season with you know well maybe my family isn't the most supportive of how I look or maybe how I act or my identity or whatever and I think these kind of prompts are really helpful for that especially turning negatives into positives that that whole idea is is really helpful for a lot of people you should pat yourself on the back (laughs) I tried really hard uh just wait until you you see all the other prompts like I'm pretty excited about them like there's a lot of like activity to it too Mm -hmm. um as I said, like there's, there's, there are prompts where you have to actively do something and then reflect on it in your journal. Like, like, and it, it's all about connecting with air. But I, I think this week, remember all, all about connecting to that, that kitchen witchery. I think my, uh, my, what's the word? 
Oh goodness, I can't think of the word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm what at, are you trying to tell me? Um, think what what the takeaway from this, what you should do after ah, listening to this is a message. Yeah, is or not necessarily message because it's not exactly a, what you should do. I think takeaway works. Yeah, what you should do this week to help you connect to the air other than um, the journaling props, which I'm going to plug as often as I can. Because <laughs> um, that was a lot of work. Um, yeah. <laughs> is to maybe look into different magical meanings of herbs and start your own like list of most used herbs you use and learn a little bit about what you've been adding into your 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 cooking if you didn't already mm. know them that's a that's a that's a good idea that's a really cool uh we're about to actually cook so uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see like what paprika really does yeah <laughs> like <Why> it... <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those things. Why do I use so much garlic salt? Oh, because I'm Italian. Um, <laughs> because, uh, hello. Because I love garlic and have to be protected in case of vampires. Yeah. Or just, you know, because <laughs> garlic salt is the most universal spice. Because <laughs> garlic could be banging. I just love it. TBH. That's why. <laughs> That's what I use. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks for joining in. Again, follow our Instagram, the Witchy Whoa. Spellcasts. <laughs> Instagram as, as well as my Instagram at Thorn, um, to get the journaling prompts and get caught up in reminders about the podcast. <laughs> you can also uh, at us. Oof, that sounds so cringe. Uh, on Instagram. <laughs> You can you could use the hashtag ask the spellcasters if you have a spiritual question uh, if you're not cool or comfortable in your spiritual journey doing that publicly you can email us at the witchy spellcast at gmail.com or you could join our Facebook group or you could also <laughs> send us a private message on Instagram as well that's very true we have all of these channels open for you to communicate with us uh, and connect to your air element as well got my mic keeps cutting off <laughs> oh you're fine you're fine i don't know what's happening right now i'm dying <laughs> help me <laughs> i'm really far away <laughs> i'll send you good vibes it's, it's been a day anyways we hope you enjoyed the episode um Bye, catch everybody us, catch us next week for more air goodness <laughs> see ya see ya Thanks for listening to the Witchy Spellcast. Join us next week for some more magical goodness.